Ray Coach John Daly here back again. Today's date is November 20th, 2019. It's a Wednesday. Uh, it's been a little bit. I knew I put the uh, uh, the Monday show out, uh, but I recorded that a little bit earlier since I was going to be out of town. Um, wanted to share with you real quick this morning, as we all have a lot to do. Uh, I'm, try- I'm still trying to catch up, and there's a lot on the agenda for today, uh, but I also got to catch up and get some grading done and uh, get uh, some other things caught up, too. But uh, just the ups and downs. Uh, we had a great weekend. Uh, the ups and downs of life is what I'm talking about. Because uh, I think we've all been through this at one point in time. Um, and it's not, you know, there's, there's humor in it, uh, the story. But at the same time, uh, it's not a pleasant experience at all. But again, I think we all can identify with it, or at least we know somebody who's been through it. Um, we had a great weekend. Uh, my wife and I took uh, her mom uh, up to Traverse City. Uh, we left Saturday morning, uh, and they have a place. My in-laws have a place up there, a uh, nice little condo, uh, very quiet area, uh, just very enjoyable uh, to go up there and relax and, and um, you know, kind of retool a little bit. Uh, and we were going to go see Mitch Album, whose new book, uh, Finding Chica, uh, just came out, and he was giving a talk at the City Opera House, which we've never been to in downtown Traverse City, I'm sure we have walked by it. Um, I'm, I'm sure I heard something about it years and years. We used to go from the year 1996 on. We have been going up there um, pretty much on a regular basis, even before 96. Uh, my wife and I went up there uh, a few times even before we had kids with her family because that's their, that was their summer place uh, going up there. They didn't own a place. Uh, my in-laws did not own a place up there up until maybe 16 years ago. Uh, but uh, before, they would always rent uh, you know, local little cottage or cabin, and then we started staying at this hotel resort with the family, and, you know, we had four of the six units um, on the ground floor of the North Shore Inn, and uh, we, we basically spent, you know, a good week or so there every summer for, you know, 18 years, and uh, the families, we had a great time, and just it, it's a close place to our hearts, the whole family. So um, we get up there, and we went out to dinner Saturday. Sunday, we did some running around, did some shopping, uh, just ran some errands, um, took my mother-in-law. We went to a, a winery that we haven't been to, and um, you know she kind of enjoyed that. She's not uh, a winery person per se, but uh, we had some enjoyable times, a lot of laughs, and then uh, uh, grabbed something to eat, and then uh, went back, had dinner at her place, and then we went over to uh, the City Opera House to listen to Mitch Sunday evening. And so um, the show started... Uh, I think it's 7 o'clock, and Mitch was there early. Uh, we got there early. Uh, we had reserved seats. I had called back in July, I think sometime, uh, when they went on sale. Uh, got front row seats, which was great. Uh, very cool. I was getting excited, looking forward to this. And um, Mitch was there signing books. So part of the ticket price, uh, there was a couple's ticket that we got a book, uh, and then also the single ticket that we got from my mother-in-law. Uh, she got a book, too. So we got our books, and uh, I took both of them and got them signed. Mitch was there signing. There's a little bit of a line. I uh, got a picture of him holding the book. We talked a little bit. Uh, Mitch album spoke here at Lakeshore, uh, boy, 10 years ago, to the class of 2009, I think it was. Uh, his two nephews uh, went here, graduated. Um, one of them graduated. I think the other one transferred to a different school, but they were both Lakeshore connections, right? I think I can say that. Um, and he gave a great talk. And so not only have I been a big fan of Mitch, uh, from early on in my life uh, with um, him being a sports reporter uh, and writing the Fab Five and some other books, you know, sports-related 
But then Tuesdays with Maury, back in the mid-90s, was the one that, early 90s, that was the one that really catapulted him uh, into this different um, direction of life. The more humanistic relationship, um, love uh, type of thing, uh, you know, thoughts and feelings and ideas. And it was a powerful changeover because ever since then, all these different books that he's written, uh, many of them have turned into movies, uh, but it's been really hard-hitting, emotional, life-changing stuff. And so this book, when I started hearing about it, uh, Finding Chica uh, basically was about um, Mitch operates a, an orphanage down in Haiti, uh, and he got connected with this uh, young girl who uh, was brought to his orphanage, and she was just this little spunky attitude, um, fireball, you know, firecracker type thing uh, of a of a young girl, um, and so she was she was really young, and so Mitch was kind of connected with her right away just because of her um, her strength, her 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 attitude of kind of taking charge and kind of loving life and. Um, and then when it was found out that this uh, young girl, um, she was born, going back a little bit farther, she was born three days before the earthquake that devastated the entire country down there uh, a while back. And so she lived a lot of her life, her young life, uh, out in a rice field, uh, rice paddy type stuff. And um, so she was brought there to the orphanage uh, where Mitch says, you know, they, they, he interviews each kid, um, and they can, you know, out of every... 11 kids, they take one of them, right? So they have to say no to 10 at least. And so um, the story of, the, of, of Chica kind of connecting with Mitch, laughing, sticking her tongue out at him. He stuck her t- his tongue out at her and just this little, um, this little firecracker that she was. Well, then um, the story goes where she developed uh, a tumor. And it was uh, inoperable. It was pretty bad. The, she could not get the care down there. Uh, so he brought her back to the States, and I believe him and his wife, Janine, adopted uh, Chica because um, they don't have kids. Uh, they get married late in life and uh, uh, were not able to have kids. But um, the, the story of just the ups and downs and the, uh, the tears and the emotional swings and the lessons that uh, Chica brought to their lives and everybody else who kind of got connected with her, that's what the book is about. Um, she only lived to be seven years old. And so Mitch wrote about uh, basically seven lessons. Uh, it's a powerful book. And uh, it was just a great, great night of him sharing uh, stories and, and ideas from this book. He, he was, Mitch was interviewed uh, by a local uh, newspaper guy. I forgot the guy's name. I should have looked this up beforehand. I'm sorry. Uh, but uh, I'll put uh, maybe a connection in the, in the show notes as far as to uh, Mitch's site and so you can check some stuff out about this. But um, back to the evening. Uh, so we, we sat down, um, had our book signed, met a nice couple to the, uh, to the right of us, a uh, former teacher. Uh, so her and my mother-in-law had a lot to talk about. They're sitting next to each other because my mother-in-law is a former teacher. Um, and all of a sudden, I, start, I, I wasn't feeling there's something happening. I started feeling uh, not normal, not good. And um, it started getting worse. And it was about an hour. It was about a two-hour show. So about the, I made it through the first hour, and I just knew that I could not stay there, okay? I knew I had to get the heck out of there because something bad was coming. And I, all, that's all I can say. So I leaned over to my wife, and I said, I'm going to the bathroom. This isn't good. I hope to, you know, I hope you're back, but I got to go. 
And so right in the middle of Mitch talking, and again, we're in the front row, you guys. We're in the front row of this little theater. Sits less than a thousand people, maybe you know six, seven hundred people. Uh, balcony, you know, there's chairs packed in there all over the place. And I knew I just had to get out of there. So the shortest distance to getting out of there was going to my left. That way I didn't have to walk in front of more people, right? So I went to the left, went up the side aisle, didn't make eye contact with anybody. Because there was people looking at me, and there was chairs on the side that people had to move their, la- their legs in a little bit. And um, so I got out there, um, and I, I got to the bathroom, and it, like I said, it was not good. Um, both ends, so to speak. Sorry to be graphic. Well, I'm not going to be graphic, but um, it was just one of those things. It was just horrible. And I'm sweating profusely. That's what started it all when I was sitting there. started sweating, and I knew that is a, a telltale sign for me to – um, something bad is coming. And you know how it is. I think we've all been through this. When you're not at home and you're sick and, and things are not going well, you know, uh, health-wise, um, that adds to the complications. That adds to the worry. Um, definitely embarrassment. You know, my mother-in-law is there. My wife has seen me in, in horrible times. as I've seen her, right? Uh, but um, I was just lucky to get to the bathroom. And that was what the one thing I thought about later um, I'm glad I wasn't like trying to stick it out and trying to get through it and I can I can make it to the end and I can I can hold that hold it down and man I would have gotten sick and puked all over the stage all over Mitch's shoes we were that close right talk about an embarrassment um in front of all those people and they're recording it and there's cameras and and uh the audio is going to be replayed on uh NPR radio you know I just I I'm so glad I got out of there it still wasn't pleasant at all obviously um, I, I could hear things over the microphone a little bit, applause and laughter. And so I knew I was, uh, it was the first half that I saw was great. Uh, but later on, both my mother-in-law and my wife mentioned, um, boy, you missed it. You missed the better part. And I'm like, oh, and, and this was, you know, I put this together. This was my gig. This is the one, you know, cause I know my mother-in-law likes Mitch album. Uh, my wife is connected with him, uh, through the books and stuff because of me, um, his movies and stuff because of me. And so this was my main gig. And um, um, it was one of those things that I was definitely, I really, really wanted to see this and just take it all in uh, since I do enjoy it so much, uh, his books and his uh, his speaking and everything. Um, so it turns out the um, show got over. I was still in the bathroom. Um, and I could hear people coming in and out. I thought maybe there'd be a lot more people in there, uh, a lot more men coming into the Ben's bathroom. Uh, but there wasn't, so I'm like, I'm in my mind, I'm looking at my on my phone. I texted my wife, you know, telling her get my coat, make sure you grab the books. You know, I, I gotta leave, and I'm coming out. And then I text her back, I'm not, I'm not coming out, I'm not done yet. And um, I thought there'd be a lot more people coming in and out. So in my mind, I'm like, you know, between almost passing out and uh, just wanting to get to bed. Oh my God, I was so exhausted. Uh, but I'm thinking maybe it's intermission. Maybe he's not done yet, you know, and maybe there's hope for me uh, as far as getting back out there and um, so I could sit and, and watch some of this. But there was no hope. <laughs> there, was no, there was no positive ending to this, only that it did end. Um, and it turned out, uh, you know, uh, my wife came into the bathroom. I, the, the guy that was sitting down in front of, or with us, uh, whose wife was talking to my mother-in-law, my, my wife kind of set him in because <laughs> they were talking, I guess, after yeah, my husband never came back. He got sick. And um, so they, my wife sent him in to do some reconnaissance, right? I think he's the only one in there. You know, there's one guy, you know, as soon as he comes out, you can go in. So my wife comes into the bathroom and she's like, John, 
And I'm like, yeah, you know. So I gave him my car keys, handed it over the door because uh, I parked a, a good block and a half away. And um, so when I came out, after I cleaned myself up a little bit, uh, when I came out, uh, just my mother-in-law and the theater was empty. The, the, one of the speakers, uh, the, the guy that was interviewing Mitch, um, somebody else took his jacket off the coat rack and it had his car keys in it. So I heard that whole saga and I was just shivering. I had the chills and um, just felt horrible. So I put my, my, uh, my Central Michigan winter hat on and I'm sitting in the lobby with my mother-in-law until my wife you know, pulled the car around and, uh, and we got out of there, went right home. And thankfully, whatever, it was food poisoning. It was some type of thing on the pizza. Uh, I had pineapple, ham and onion. It was probably the pineapple. And because uh, my, my mother-in-law and my wife did not eat my gluten-free pizza, which I need. I have you know, celiac disease, so gluten-free is the way I go. Um, they had, we all had some salad, which I kind of thought maybe that might have been it. We all had the salad. Um, they shared, um, uh, my wife got a personal pizza, and they had some leftovers from the dinner the night before. So they were fine. And, and, uh, but I, I went to bed. I slept probably 12 hours. Uh, woke up a little tired, a little weak. Uh, but we left that next day on Monday to drive home, about a four-hour drive or so. And, uh, you know, went to basketball practice that night, back to work yesterday. Still feeling tired a little bit yesterday. Uh, tried to get to bed early last night. Feeling good this morning. Got up early uh, in here. Like I said, I got a lot to do. But, again, not the script you would write, especially taking your mother-in-law out for a, um, a nice weekend getaway and a nice little uh, lecture series. Uh, that the, that they put on up there, and Mitch is traveling, uh, talking about this book, Finding Chica. So um, go out and get that book, number one. But uh, hopefully you can laugh about this story, too, that, uh, man, it was just un- very unpleasant, very um, embarrassing, very, you know, the, the adjectives go on and on and on about how horrible this was. But I made it. Everything's fine. Um, we got a funny story to tell, which, you know, of course, my wife was on the phone I think it was the next morning with uh, with one of her sisters telling it. I told my parents last night, and so you know the holidays coming up. We'll have a lot of laughter and uh, joking around about it, which I can do now, but I wasn't able to do then. But I think, like I said, we've all been through it. Um, like my mom said, you know, as moms do, it could have been worse. You know, there's some people that get that, and it doesn't get out of them, and it it kind of lingers for days. And it's like, oh my God, it's just I'm so glad. I, <laughs> I'm so glad it ended, and uh, but you know what, all's good. Made it home safe. Nothing horrible happened as far as to other people, right? Uh, so I hope you appreciate that story of uh, just kind of going through crap and just bouncing back and being able to laugh at yourself, right? That's another that's another key component. But uh, oh boy, I had to share that with you because it was a it was a major major point this weekend uh, as far as uh, life's events and and like I said, we all go through them and. Um, I, I, I can laugh at it because we got some great family friends. Um, they, they got a different battle on their hands. Um, one's going through cancer and it's not good. And, um, he's going through cancer and his wife has Alzheimer's. And, uh, so again, that's the other reason why, you know, the crap I got going on uh, is nothing compared to what other people have going on and, uh, to draw strength and energy and compassion and laughter, um, and fight and courage from other people's stories, that, that's a powerful thing. And so that's what I'm trying to do now with, uh, with their friends going through what they're going through, um, just for everyday battles. And, um, and that's important, too. That's important why other people's stories matter, your stories matter, 
even the goofy stuff that I just talked about, the fun stuff, the not-so-fun stuff, um, it all matters because it helps other people uh, wherever they're at. And so uh, I hope this helps you a little bit to bring some levity and uh, looking at things differently for you today or whenever you hear this, okay? All right, I talked way too long, so i got to go. I know you got to go. Thanks so much for listening to this. Uh, thanks for, so much for sharing this, uh, spreading this uh, podcast all over the place. Uh, the listeners are up again, uh, again, all over the world. Just thank you so much for hanging in there with this goofy guy, uh, putting up with uh, you know, the stories and hopefully getting some lessons out of them. I really appreciate it. Love you guys so much. Thank you so much. Hey, find me on Facebook, you guys, over at coach to expect success over on Twitter at coach to success over on Instagram, coach John Daly. And of course, coach to expect success.com uh, right there on the homepage. Reach out, uh, send me a note there on the contact page. Uh, the book list is down there at the bottom. Uh, bought some great books up there too. That's another topic. Uh, I'm not gonna, I can't get into it. I gotta end this. Uh, but again, you know, check out the blog. I got a couple blogs I get caught up on, but I've been uh, doing that recently. But uh, thanks so much for your time and attention. And uh, you guys keep hanging in there. Keep taking care of yourselves and each other. We'll talk again soon. See ya. Mm-hmm.